0: al Bayan Radio presents The Life of Prophet Muhammad, Peace Be Upon Him Presented by Nidal Ayyubi okay, Bismillah, Alhamdulillah As-salatu wa as ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa ala, ala. As-salamu alaykum dear brothers We continue our lessons on the seerah Now we said the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam). now he is calling his close family and friends to Islam and this is what brings us to the stages of the Da'wah. The ulama they broke it up, generally, the Da'wah into a few types. Meccan stage and Medina stage. So you have al fatratul al and al fatratul Al-Madaniyya. And then you have the Meccan stage broken up into a few categories as well. The first category is ad dawah tul sirriya the secret or private core. And then you have Al-Marhala Al-Thaniya, Al-Da'wah jahran open core. So the Dawah went through stages or periods. The Meccan stage, 13 years. The Medina period, 10 years. The Meccan stage was then broken up into two categories and some broke it up into three categories. The first one is the private or secret core, lasted for around three years. Then the open core, and this was only with the tongue. Fighting was prohibited. And this lasted from the fourth year, we can say, until the Hijrah to Medina. And some even added the third stage in Mecca, from the end of the 10th year of prophethood Until the hijrah to Medina This is where the prophet ﷺ started calling those outside Mecca to Islam Now some have even mentioned other ways of categorizing it Like Ibn al-Qayyim, he said it's five stages The stages of the court are five. First was prophethood Second was warning the close people from his family Third, warning his own people Fourth, warning to those who no messenger had been sent to From the Arabian Peninsula And lastly, warning the rest of the people And others, they said, the first stage is a secret call, lasted three years. Second stage, open calling, but forbidden to fight, It lasted until the hijrah. The third stage, open calling, allowed to fight those who initiated the fight, It lasted until the Treaty of Al-Hudaybiyyah. And the fourth stage, open calling, fighting against anyone who stood as a barrier. So the Prophet ﷺ immediately started calling those he was close to, and the first believer was Khadijah radiallahu anha. She was the first believer. So the Prophet ﷺ during this, we can say, the secret or private call, he was calling those he was close to. So those he was closely related to, his wife, his family, his children, his slaves, his friends, and everyone about whom he was sure would keep the affair confidential, secret. And the earliest to believe in him, firstly, was Khadijah. Khadijah, where do you start? Her virtues are so great, radiallahu anha. She was the first to believe in him. She made his mission easier. And she was the first to receive, as some have said, the glad tidings of Jannah. Prophet Salem said, I was asked to give Khadijah the glad tidings of a palace in paradise made of a single pearl in which there will be no noise and where nothing unseemly will happen. And she was, as a reassurance, a support a foundation, a bedrock for the Prophet. First child to accept Islam, who was living with the Prophet, because he was trying to ease the burden on his uncle who was struggling financially, and we we're referring to Ali bin Abi Talib. And he was living in the household of the Prophet. And he was how old? Twelve? Ten. Ten years old. Around ten years old. So very close. Ten years old, Ali was radiallahu an. Then who else was in the household of the Prophet? Zayd bin. Harifa. He was the freed slave of the Prophet ﷺ. Now Zaid loved the Prophet ﷺ so much that they started to call him Zaid bin Muhammad, until it was pro- prohibited by Allah to call anyone except through their father, or by their father's name. It's mentioned that his father came back to grab him, to take him with him, Zaid bin Haritha, And the Prophet ﷺ gave him the choice: If you wish, you can live with me, but if you wish, you can go with your father. You're free to do so. Who do you think he chose? He chose Muhammad Sallam, and he was one of the early believers. And some say he's the first freed slave to enter Islam. And then the first male to enter Islam, the greatest man after the prophets and messengers was Abu Bakr as siddiq And you'll see his virtues even from an early stage because he really called many to Islam. He was the first man to accept the core of Islam. Prophet ﷺ once told Umar about him, Allah commissioned me to you, made me a prophet, and sent me to you. He's talking to Umar. You all said you are lying, but Abu Bakr said you spoke the truth. Straight away. He also said, I did not invite anyone to Islam, but he seemed to be undecided, or shaky, or hesitant. Or he gave it a second thought, in other words. But Abu Bakr when I spoke to him, he immediately accepted Islam. And that's why he was given the title the truthful one, the one who was quick in faith. And Abu Bakr, he spoke of himself when they were speaking about the Khalifa or the Khilafah and he said, Am I not the most deserving of this honour more than anyone else? Am I not the first to have believed? And Abu Bakr, he secretly started to call those near him. And if you see who accepted Islam through his hands, you will see his virtues. Abu Bakr was very well respected in Mecca. It was of the nobles. From those who accepted Islam through his hands. And I, I want you to tell me if something rings a bell here. Uthman bin Affan. Zubayr bin Awam. Talha bin Ubaidillah. Sa'd bin Abi Waqqas. Abdurrahman bin Awf. Who are all these people? They're all from those who were given the glad tidings of paradise. And when you call someone to Islam, my dear brothers, what happens? Someone becomes Muslim by the mission of Allah through you. Every time they do good, who's rewarded? You are even after you die. That's investment. That's the greatest investment. Abu Bakr called all these people to Islam. Is that all? Uthman bin Madhun, Abu Ubaida bin Al-Jarrah, Abu Salama bin Abdul Asad, and Al-Arqam bin Abi Al-Arqam. They all, it's mentioned by the ulama became Muslim through the efforts of Abu Bakr So how great is this man? So Abu Bakr had a major effect in the spread of Islam in the early Meccan stage and uh, even outside Mecca. And others embraced Islam. All the ones we mentioned previously are from Quraysh. People who weren't from Quraysh also accepted Islam. Like who? Like Bilal bin Rabah, who obviously as well was influenced by Abu Bakr because Abu Bakr is the one who bought him from slavery and freed him. Uh, Suhaib bin Sinan, Ammar uh, bin Yasir, his father Yasir, and his mother Sumayya, who would go on to be the first martyr in Islam, as we will discuss So in this short time, it's mentioned that around 40 to 50 Muslims. It was around 40 to 50 Muslims in the early stage of the da'wah. And some have also counted Waraka bin Nawfal, Khadija's relative. And he only lived a short time. It's mentioned that he died upon Islam. Some of the reports are as follows. When I saw him, the Prophet said, during the Mi'raj, he was in white attire, in white clothing. If he was from the people of the fire, he wouldn't have been in white clothing. According to another report, I saw him in the center of paradise, dressed in white clothing. He had silken clothes on him. He also said, don't speak ill of warakah, the Prophet said. I saw that he had for himself one or two sections of Jannah. On one occasion, he said he will be raised as a nation by himself. So, if we look at all these numbers, all these names, Afwan, we will see that the early believers were from the best of believers immediately. And some of them went through persecution and torture as we're going to discuss in, in the upcoming lessons, how the Quraysh started to punish the weak Muslims and even the Muslims who were from a stronger tribe, like the report mentions regarding the early believers. But Ibn Mas'ud, anh, the first of those who declared their Islam were seven, the Prophet wasalam, Abu Bakr, Ammar, his mother Sumayya, Suhayb, Bilal and Mukdad. As for the Prophet ﷺ, he was rescued by his uncle Abu Talib. Abu Bakr escaped on account of his tribe, but for the rest, the pagans dressed them in steel and made them stand in the sun. So with that, we'll conclude here. Wallahu alam ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam. as alaykum wa wa This program was presented by al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.